0: Carl Jung said, the privilege of a lifetime is to become who you truly are. This is an invitation to move differently in the world, to operate from a place of deep knowing and alignment. I'm Adrienne McDonald, and welcome to the Mindset Strategist podcast. Hello, hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back or welcome if it's your first time. I personally have been enjoying some seriously great mountain weather. I've been in Asheville earlier this week. Now I'm at the cabin. As I've said, I love this time of year, especially in North Carolina, especially in the mountains. And I'm super fortunate because I sort of get two rounds of the leaves changing, once up here in the mountains and then later when I return to the city. So I am watching the leaves fall as I'm recording this. It's very peaceful. So what does the muse have for us today? So when a word or a phrase starts popping up around me, I pay attention. And maybe it's because it's sort of the season of letting go, but I've really started to notice the word reinvention pop up a lot. And after thinking about it a bit, I believe I've noticed this word come up more in, like, women's circles of late than men, at least at least mostly right now. So whenever I'm contemplating something like that, I like to look up the actual definition of the word and sometimes the etymology of the word, if I'm going to reflect on it. So according to Webster's, Merriam-Webster's, uh, the definition of reinvention is Number one, to make as if for the first time something already invented. Number two, to remake or redo completely. Number three, to bring into use again. And the Oxford Dictionary says the definition is the action or process through which something is changed so much that it appears to be entirely new. I'm not really sure why I've never particularly cared for this word or resonated with this word. So I was a little surprised when it sort of started grabbing my attention. I think part of my challenge is a lot of what I see out there is trying to say in some way or more specifically, sometimes someone is old and tired and they need to reinvent themselves to something new and shiny. And there's usually some reference to like a, I don't know, a musical artist or an actress like a, oh, a Cher or a Madonna. And again, the message is sort of has that undercurrent of old and tired versus shiny and new. Now, I, I sort of get this appeal, especially if things are not working in your life. Now, I started thinking about, OK, all right, in my lifetime, where do I think like this entered And the first thing that popped up in my mind was when I was a little girl and I was moving from elementary school to middle school, we changed cities, actually, we changed states. And in elementary school, the few years I was in South Carolina, I did not have a lot of friends. I was bullied a lot. I was an extremely shy kid. And during this move, I thought, I'm just going to be a different person. I'm going to. In fact, what I did was, I was I've was always been an avid reader. I picked a character I liked out of a book, and I said, I'm going to be this person, and I'm going to talk a lot, and I'm going to have a lot of friends, and people are going to like me. It's that people pleaser, man. I mean, it started out young. And... Of course, that didn't work out so well because I felt like a fake because I really hadn't changed anything. I was just and I I really hate that phrase, fake it until you make it, because I do think that's bullshit. When people speak of reinvention, there's a certain level of rest, a restlessness tone that comes with that, that the present circumstances aren't working for them in some way. They're seeking a transformation. And if that's really what you want, like a, tran- a true transformation, what you need is, you need an evolution. You need to evolve. Remember, the Oxford Dictionary says that the action or process through which something has changed so much that it appears to be entirely new. And I think that's my, my challenge, is that definition of appears, that keyword appears. Because I think my problem is with what I'm seeing out there is a lot of people are focused on the appearing, not the evolving. That's why nothing changes in their life. And this shows up in business too, when you see someone constantly pivoting. And it's not that pivoting is bad, I mean sometimes it's necessary, but there's a big difference between pivoting and course correcting, in my opinion, and when the person's vision isn't clear, and instead of course correcting, they're just reactive and pivot to something entirely different, and you come to their page and are like, wait a minute, when did you start doing this? How did you go from A to B? With no explanation, they just, ah, it's, it's reinvention of the company. Then they wonder why the new thing doesn't work. And that, because... It, it there was no evolving. Real lasting change requires evolution. Evolution requires a purposeful, meaningful thought process. That does not need to take years. It doesn't have to take years. It can, but it's not necessary. Again, you have to slow down to speed up. And I'm going to keep saying that because what are you running from? Why are you in such a hurry to jump to the next thing? If you are feeling that sense of pressure, and sense of pressure and sense of urgency, two different things, two different things. If you're feeling that sense of pressure where it there feels like a weight on you, you're operating in survival mode. You're going to be much more susceptible to being reactive, to just throwing spaghetti up against the wall to see what sticks. Again, that's just reactive. You're also going to be more susceptible to other people's opinions um, and their projections. And you're also going to be more susceptible to lying to yourself about it too. I'm going on about survival mode. I did a post this week about the fact that I don't have to fight for my joy anymore. I used to feel like I had to go 10 rounds trying to find some happiness or joy because the self-sabotaging voices I had in my head were super loud all of the time. Lots of worry, lots of doubt, lots, lots of fear. All of that is living in survival mode. And someone that has known me for quite some time, a very long time, sent me a message and said, how, how did you do this? Like, how did you make this change? Did you, did you just wake up one day and could suddenly find beauty every day? And if you've been listening to podcasts for a while, you know that's how I sign off the podcast, find beauty every way, every day. And I wanted to s- respond with something concrete because this is a person who has witnessed like my evolution and I want something concrete and useful and not be flippant like, oh, well, you know, I've been working on this for years of personal growth and I've gone to all these classes. So I thought about it. And what came to me was it's so much harder, and I would say rare, so much rare, so much rarer. Yes, that's it. To consistently find moments of joy and happiness If you have a dysregulated nervous system, you can't heal when you don't have a good relationship with your nervous system, full stop. And one of the most practical and beneficial things that I have done during my journey has been to develop a toolkit in helping myself regulate my nervous system. And that is something that everyone can do. Everyone can do it. And it doesn't have to cost money. The biggest tool, I would say, to learn, the biggest tool in the toolkit, I think, is to learn how to breathe properly. Now, breath work is one of the most, if not the most, underrated healing techniques in existence, in my opinion. If you have any level of trauma, big or small, and yes, there are differing types of breath work, like box breathing or, and the physiological sigh, those practices can be life-changing. And it, again, it doesn't have to cost you a damn time. Just Google on or YouTube the techniques for box breathing and physiological sigh, and then you practice it every day. Now, I have taken some more detailed breath work courses over the years that have helped me you know, develop my practice a little deeper. But honestly, I was stunned with just the few basic techniques and the difference in my mental and physical health that helped me slow down and be more contemplative um, and reflective and not feel that crushing pressure all the time. And allowing the time and space for contemplation supports the evolution of you, which in turn allows you to see the opportunities for reinvention. That is where and when the magic starts. And when I talk about being rooted within yourself and feeling supported, this is where it starts, is that do you have that really great relationship with your nervous system so that you can be more reflective and contemplative? So this week, I want you to think about, first of all, if you don't know the breathing techniques, I strongly, strongly, strongly recommend you Googling those. And again, it doesn't have to cost you anything. And realize that, yes, you are alive because you're breathing, but most people do not breathe deeply. It's very shallow breathing, which does not help your nervous system. So 100% recommend that first. And then I have a couple of reflective questions I want you to think about. How do you perceive the concept of reinvention in your own life? Do you tend to focus more on the appearance of change? Or do you actually focus on the purposeful reflection and the involving and the transformation at a deeper level? Number two, if you open your mind a little bit, consider the idea that real lasting change does require this evolution and purposeful thought process. So what areas of your life right now may benefit from a more thoughtful and deliberate approach to that change rather than the quick fixes, like you know constant pivoting? Are you constantly pivoting? Where are you constantly pivoting? What are you running from? And number three, again, consider the season of life that you're in as well. How does your perception of where you are, how is that affecting your you're wanting to pivot or when this word reinvention comes up, because there are some natural seasons of life, right? If you are changing jobs, or if you are, if your children are leaving for college, or you are getting a divorce, or you're getting married, those are like key points, with life-changing circumstances, that you have an opportunity to take things a little deeper and figure out at a deeper level what you want and what that vision for your life is and who you want to become in the future as you grow. So are you in... a period of your life where you've had something happen that you really need to delve a little deeper into that. Give that some thought. And again, don't rush this. Don't rush this. This is meant to, like, just give yourself some time and space. Give yourself some time and space. And as always, thanks for listening and Appreciate it when you share out the podcast. Appreciate it when you send me questions. If it resonates, leave a review. Happy to connect on social media. and As I always say, I tend to be more on IG, threads, Facebook, and LinkedIn more than anywhere else. Uh, Next week... I have gotten a question around what do you do when you don't feel supported by the people around you, specifically partners, spouses, so that's what we're going to be diving into next week. However, until then, remember to find beauty every day. Thanks for listening to the Mindset Strategist podcast. If you found this helpful, I'd love for you to share it out. And reviews are always appreciated. You can check out my website at www.adriannemcdonald.com for more information. I would also love to connect with you on social. The links are in the show notes. Have a beautiful day.